Welcome to Shot Callers. I'm your host, Dennis Postema, and today we have a very special guest, Anna Paula Munoz. Anna, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Dennis. I'm really excited to be here with you. Yes, and you are a feminine leadership coach, and uh, so we're going to talk about that today, and also you are the co-founder of Enora, so uh, we're going to talk about that as well. Welcome to the show, and we have so much to go over, but first of all, let's talk about this book that you are involved in. Um, I read your story, very interested in that. And um, what was it like being a part of the book and being interviewed by Edwina? Oh, it was beautiful. And Edwina is just a really amazing interviewer. So we got to go really deep into like uh, feminine leadership, into entrepreneurship, and just, I mean, a lot of different subjects that are really close to my heart and that really speak to uh, the women in my audience that are are really wanting to create a life driven from vision more than anything. Yeah. And she just finds a way, doesn't she, to just take your yeah. guard down. And it's amazing from the moment that you start talking to, you're just automatically like sucked in. It's like a hypnosis feeling. You're just like, yes. And so I, I love it. Yeah. So you're just like, all yeah. of a sudden you're, you're two minutes into the conversation and you're just like flowing it out, you know, and it's just, it's just an amazing experience. So yeah, pretty, pretty to be a part of. Yeah. So what was your journey like from being an architect to being a feminine leadership coach? Yeah, I mean, it was a big transition. It's probably one of the bigger transitions I've uh, experienced so far. And um, so I was in the architecture profession for about 10 years. I got to the you know, top, what I considered the top, I worked for a really famous architect. His name is Frank Gehry. He's world renowned and has created some of the most amazing buildings ever. So that was kind of like my dream job. And I got there. Um, I was involved in a really great project. Um, and I got to do that project from start to finish. And it was beautiful. And there was something in my heart that was just nudging me of like, there's something else. Like there's something else. And, and I knew that even though that was my dream job while I was in architecture school and some jobs afterwards, I, and I got there and I was like, but wait, what? <laughs> it was a moment of, of a bit of confusion. And it really took some um, like sitting down and really feeling into, okay, like what is truly aligned for me? What is what is it that I get to create in this world with this life and what does it look like? And at the end of the day, with a lot of soul searching and um, like going deep into all the pieces, uh, I got to explore and really give myself the opportunity to follow my heart. And that was connecting with people more intimately in immersive experiences like retreats and workshops and also supporting people on a deeper level. So instead of designing buildings externally uh, for people, I chose to begin to create a different life for myself, like designing my own life to support others to design their lives. So now it's um, a, a different take on design and creation. And I truly believe that everyone can 
um, design their life and create the kind of life that they that they desire. And it is in our reach and there are blocks, there are things that are going to be in the way and some things might feel insurmountable. And that's all part of our conditioning. And that's all a lot of different like um, settings that have been uh, plug that we've plugged into from childhood until until now as adults and some of them we don't even know are running so yeah <laughs> no well that, that's amazing so you know that designing is a part of it no matter what we're talking about mm -hmm. we know we got that part but yeah. so how what's it like so going through that you know thinking okay I got it figured out I've got it this is what I'm going to do here's my goal. I'm going to go for it. And then I get to it and then, okay, wait a minute. No, now I, now I want to grow this way even more. So, cause that's an awesome experience, right? But it's scary yeah. at the same time. So tell me a little bit about that. Oh yeah, it was, it was scary. So I just <laughs> condensed it in like a few sentences and it, it was very scary because like imagine dedicating um, so much time and resources to building up and getting to a level of experience and expertise and quality of work to be able to get to that dream spot and then being made there it, right? yeah feeling like oh made it like I'm doing the thing yeah. and then all of a sudden feeling like it still didn't create the the illusion that we feel that we would get when we're there yeah. and um so and I also knew in my heart that there was something else yeah. and um and and so so there was there were moments of devastation sure. right there were moments of like oh my gosh like what like I've I've spent 10 years of life here in this direction and now I want like there's a pursuit over here and it's not like I was never connected to what I'm pursuing now like I've always dabbled in in these pieces and I've always been um, really good at like psychological aspects of things and things sure. like that. And that's always, that always influenced my design as well, but it, it wasn't the same, you know, <laughs> it's a totally different career. Yeah. So, so there was a moment of, wow, I spent so much time here. I invested so much time here and now um, I'm looking at this. So it takes so much courage to be able to say, it's not about the time invested. It's about your life right? It's like, it's like being in a relationship. I've heard this so many times from, from different people, like, oh, I've already invested like five years into this relationship. We can't end it now. Like we have to fight. And it's like, well, no, it's not working anymore. Right. So, That's a very good comparison. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so very similarly, it's devastating. And at the same time, it's opening up to a whole world of possibility that if I would have stayed with the fear and just the, the, it's so devastating that I'm just going to keep going. And like, even though it feels off and even though all these other things are happening inside of me, like in my body that I can't ignore, it's just, um, and we can talk more about the, in my body piece of the feminine aspects of that, but that's how the feminine communicates. So anyways, I, I couldn't ignore it. And it was an experience where like, if I hadn't, well, I mean, if I would have ignored it, it would have looked like um, just a, an existence where it would just become robotic and my life would lose color, my appearance and my being would lose radiance and spark. And, you know, it, it's like you're it, that's why a lot of people call corporate world like soul sucking environments, because yeah. they're not 
connected to yeah. the essence of the why of why their vision and and their reason for being and i feel like we all deserve to be connected to that and sometimes it is absolutely in line with the profession that you chose and that's great and sometimes it takes a lot of courage and vision to move out into what do you really want to create in this world because it's actually waiting for you to to be a yes to it oh my gosh that's awesome and and talk about courage you're so right because i can only imagine what you went through with naysayers and haters on telling you what are you thinking and and you you've made it to here and you know because we have that anyway when we're in this realm of entrepreneurship and whatnot but to be able to to move from corporate over to that area or to to move from your dream career so i commend you with a lot of courage that it must have taken to to get to that point yeah (laughs) thank you and and when i was thinking of that because that was a, a thing for me it was like well what if people on my team find out, like my close friends knew, obviously, but um, I I was like, okay, the only person that I'm truly concerned about just finding out randomly is, is Frank, uh, Frank Gary, my boss. And, and then it being weird or, or it being a thing. So I said, okay, well, to really nip that in the bud and just go past the fear, I get to just talk to him and tell him the truth. And like go out. <laughs> so I booked an appointment to like meet one-on-one with him. And um, I, I got to just sit down and, and tell him that my heart was somewhere else and that I was going in a different direction. And it was an incredible moment that's definitely imprinted in my system. Like I can still feel like my heart racing a little bit as I talk about it, even though it's been years, because I was so terrified, like walking up the steps to his office, just like breathing and feeling like it's okay. Like it's okay, no matter what. And cause I didn't know if he, how he was going to respond. Sure. And he like, like I'm grateful that he responded with just um, an open presence, listening, beautiful heart. And, and he's, he's a wonderful man. And he got to really see my interpretation of this whole thing is he got to really see in my eyes, just that passion for something else and desire to support and serve in a different way, just like he has with architecture and like uh, his art. Right. So I, I just felt grateful and honored and um, supported, you know, like he was so supportive and, And then, you know, I I had after that conversation, there was no more fear of anyone finding out because like he already knows. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And and then I I got to keep working there for about six months and finish out a beautiful project and then, um, you know, start my coaching business. It's a, it's amazing how fearful we are of some of the conversations that end up being so amazing, isn't it? (laughs) You just, you know, going in, like you said, you're walking up the stairs, remembering that. And then all of a sudden you walk away and you're just like, oh, (laughs) so yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's amazing how that works. So tell me a little bit about the unwinding programming we have that's created, um, from childhood and upbringings. Tell me a little bit about that. Oh yeah. So yeah, totally a separate topic, but it's similar in certain ways of just how um, we're pro- like, for example, the the willingness or the capacity to move from a fearful state and just choose courage, for example, and that um, can go back 
like the ability or inability can go into things that may have happened in childhood. And I'm, I'm just using this as an example. Sure. Um, like so many things that are present in childhood, whether it is um, like each step that I, that I just mentioned, I yeah. was thinking of other courageous moments that I've had to have difficult conversations, you know? So I had those as like imprints of like, okay, like you did this, you, you, I was in classical ballet. So it's like, you asked for the solo that you wanted, you did this and this, you da, da, da. And all of that built me up to be like, okay, like, whew, here we go. <laughs> and um, yeah. yeah, so so that those were positive imprints that supported that process. And just like we have positive imprints, we have uh, quite a few negative imprints yeah. from, from the way that we were parented, um, the way that our caregivers were to us, uh, the things that they had that they never worked on that were passed down. So it's a lot of patterns that are ingrained in our personality and our ways of being and how we show up in the world that if we don't look at them, they're going to run our lives. It's like, yeah. who's really running your bus? <laughs> like, is it you yeah. or is it like the, the program of, um, you know, mom that didn't want to do this or that, or that was scared of this or dad that um, was responsible or not about this or, you know, so there's different, uh, many, many different patterns that show up in everybody. Yeah. And if we're not conscious of what patterns we're running, then the patterns are running us and we're not able to be actually free from our true expression. And, and, you know, once we become conscious of something that's happening, like, for example, for me, uh, one of my big patterns was like a rigidity pattern, because like I mentioned, architecture, um, yeah. classical ballet, my mom was a school principal and like things like that. There was a lot of perfectionism, you know, yeah. instilled. Yeah, in sure. Yeah. <laughs> so what that created was like a, a good girl that needed to, to stay like in the line and like all the things and everything had to look right and all these things. So there, there were a lot of pieces where um, I feel like I followed all the boxes and completed all the things. And that's why, you know, and I, and I did really well with the things like I, I did. So then I got to that dream job and all of the pieces. So you can see in my own life, how those ways of being were sure it got me to that place. And it did take consistency, discipline, determination, and other, other elements, but some of it was perfectionism. Some of it was response from trauma of, you know, wanting to, to be the, the child that was good, wanting the approval of the parents. And all of that was in the background. And it wasn't until I started working on that and started actually noticing, wow, like I'm living my life in a rigid way, in a way where I can't actually give myself the space to feel my body, to feel my feelings, to actually question, does this, does this feel good? Is this delicious? Is this the way that I want to live life or my days or um, whatever it is, you know, it's instead of doing the should do, actually doing the desire and, and feeling the heart and feeling um, the freedom to just be. And, and um, so that's one pattern that clearly showed up in me. And I feel like that's one that might show up in a lot of people and other people might be the complete opposite where there isn't a lot of structure and, um, you know, they're in a, a different pattern. There's many different ones. So some will resonate, some won't.
Yeah, just so just so you have all those boxes checked, right? Yeah. And everything's supposed to be perfect, but yet you're still hungry and you're still not full. Yes. And you're just like, hey, and you're just like, wait a minute, it doesn't make sense. I was told if I do all those things that at the end of the day, I'm I'm supposed to be feeling good. Everything's supposed, to, and I love that you say just be. And that's oh, that's perfect. That's I, I couldn't agree more. So tell yeah. me about um masculine and feminine energy and polarity especially in the ways of like creating so talk yeah. to me about those and in leadership and whatnot yeah yeah so so that's actually a great transition point there because the coming into the body and feeling and allowing for that to happen is very feminine and when you're in a very rigid structure you are more in like a, a distorted masculine or hyper masculine and um societally we're societally, we're especially in the US, depending where people are listening from, um, there is a hyper masculine world sure. <laughs> that is that that is the structure. And I think it, it goes, it goes well across the globe. So uh, I think this will resonate with a lot of people no matter where they're listening from. But um, there is a hyper masculization in the world. And there is a almost like beliefs ingrained in terms of hustle production like super um like grind and like kill yourself to to make yourself like all of these different things that are very yeah. intense and i i understand the mindset part and i understand the benefits of like endurance mindset and all of that and i feel like that is very valuable and it's important to include that in leadership and there's a difference between that and then absolutely like basically doing everything just for the thing and ignoring that you have a body and ignoring that you need to take care of it and that it has functions like in architecture school very masculine again it's it's encouraged and less and less as I got into grad school and everything but in the beginning it was like encouraged to do all-nighters and we would we'd stay up for multiple days like there multiple days, not much food, just keep on working, keep on drawing and designing. And, and it was almost like a competition of like, you know, wow, like I spent an all nighter to finish this, like, whoa. So, yeah. but, it, and it's not, it, it's not okay. So right. that's just leading to a more burnt out state. And then we go into um, like the corporate world or some jobs, there's still that expectation to just produce and produce and produce without um, acknowledging the humanness and the like the heart. <laughs> yeah. and, and I feel like that's really, really important. And that is part of the feminine. That's what we start bringing in as we create more balance between masculine and feminine in in the workplace and um i guess i'm focusing a little bit more on workplace because of the um i don't know why i think because of the uh, feminine entrepreneurs it was all entrepreneurial based but really this shows up in all of your aspects in life whether it is um your family or your like one-on-one -on -one relationships with your partner like right. if your polarity feminine and masculine create polarity the men have feminine and masculine and women have feminine and masculine and so whatever however you identify you have both and within those two you get to dance with it with your partner so when I'm in like action mode in my business and like creating and setting goals I am in my masculine and 
I also get to be in my feminine in certain ways where my masculine holds the structure and it's like the structure of my business and how things go and like metrics and goals. And that creates like a container. And then my feminine gets to come in as this beautiful creative flow that is, oh yes, like within here, like we get to explore and live life in a beautiful way. And it brings softness. It brings um, feeling, it brings intuition. It brings in all of these different qualities that have been erased from the traditional workforce. Uh, like feelings and intuition and and right. and we've been very disconnected in it uh, from it and as women it, it is a big deal because we have more access to it more easy access to it and men you have access to but it does it, it does require more nurturing so uh, another important thing to note here is that feminine and masculine polarity in relationship is really important so when I I'm complete with my work day and I want to connect with my partner or spend time together. I get to, because he holds the masculine pull in my relationship and I hold the feminine and that's how we've chosen. Um, I, I get to come into my, into my feminine, yeah. right? When we connect, because if I came into my masculine and it's just like, okay, like what's going on? He, he doesn't have space to truly be in his masculine. And then it, it breaks our polarity and it creates just a masculine with a masculine. And what that means is less magnetism, less attraction, right. less like, you know, yumminess yeah. with your partner because you're, you're not in the, you're not holding polarity. So it's so important to hold polarity and know what, like where you stand in your body in a space because you're bringing in like a, a frequency and a transmission that creates an effect on people. And especially like it's most obvious in, in a one-on-one -on -one partnership because that's the, you know, it, it's beautiful to be attracted to your partner. Yeah, <laughs> <absolutely. that. laughs> yeah. yeah. It makes perfect sense. And that's, I love that you also said, um, I, on the, the so this is good i mean this is i i bet your clients are very happy because this is a, this is full circle teaching entrepreneurship yeah. and relationships because it's so important in in health not to um leave out any of those aspects but just to mention too you said something in there that um your masculine and so like even though the masculine is the hustle and the in the grit or whatever you may call it sometimes in the workforce if you don't have that, I call it filling your cup. If you don't add that feminine side, I call it filling your cup because if you don't fill your cup every day, like for me, it's mornings, right? Mm -hmm. So if you don't fill that up, whether it be working out and, and meditating or whatever spiritually you need to fill that cup, you something's going to go wrong, you know, mm -hmm. as far as like, if you ignore your health, if you pull the all-nighters, if you do those things. So I love that you mentioned that. And, and your and was so vivid. So I don't know if it was intentional, but it seemed like it. So we're going to run with it. So um, I, I love it. So talk to me about your your vision and your purpose now. Um, yeah, let me let me just clarify one little yeah. bit. Um, yeah. So so with the masculine and feminine piece, um, you said the masculine is the hustle and the grind and all this. And and yes, like the in certain ways when it's when it's going towards the unhealthy, like the all nighters would be considered unhealthy masculine gotcha. because you're just grinding. But then healthy masculine, which we love, is the structure. And it is saying, yeah. okay, these are my goals. 
this is you know the ones that are like okay now you have space for your for your meditation now is time to fill your cup now you know like that is the beautiful like masculine that we love and just like there's the the masculine that is a little bit more challenging the distorted there's a distorted feminine which is chaotic the one um maybe like a woman or a man that is just in their emotions that can't manage their mind and it's just a, a chaos piece versus a beautiful feminine that can have both and there what, what we're wanting here is is the union the union yes. between yourself and then of course union with others and yeah so well yeah. put yes thank you for correcting that that helps me out too so <laughs> i appreciate that so yeah of course so let's talk about your vision and your purpose now okay awesome so uh which part of that <laughs> well let's just talk about so i mean do you feel that it shifted perhaps as far as when you went from being an architect to now being a feminine coach and how does that how how does that shift what your what your overall goal is as far as um to to be more of a heart-led life yeah yeah um so yes it's shifted it's shifted and that's something beautiful that you're bringing up too because our vision and our uh, passion and purpose gets to continuously shift as we move through life right and I feel like that's something that sometimes holds people back from actually um like choosing a, a, a mission or a vision or purpose because it's like so solid. It's like, oh, I have to now be this thing. And in truth, that's not true. So right. you get to continuously mold this vision. And just like I'm saying, I definitely have. And right now, my my vision in my personal coaching business, which is separate from Enora that we'll talk about later, is to support people to design their lives, to truly tap into what their heart's desires are and really see the patterns that are holding them back from getting there and supporting them to get there. And it is, it, it is actually, um, the reason why I feel so passionate about this is because it, op it opens up your heart to be the, the creative center of your life. And when you allow for that to happen and you truly just allow yourself to listen <laughs> to, to your truth, coming from like the the core your spirit your essence whatever you want to call it 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 has a different vibrational quality and each person in the whole world gets like has something that is ignited there's a spark that is ignited when you're fully on purpose and you're fully aligned so this alignment creates a transmission of your truth so when I am aligned with my truth and I'm following my purpose and, and the things that light me up and fill my life with um, the experience of life that I've chosen to live, right. I, I am aligned and I am transmitting and radiating an essence that is um, just in belief of creativity, in belief of everyone being able to create their reality and to truly design the life they want to live. Like that lights me up to see people doing that and taking action towards it because it's not just the the visioning and the hoping and all of this. It is actually becoming the leader of your life and choosing and taking action. Like it also involves the masculine components that we've been talking about okay. along with the feminine intuitive, slowing down, listening, feeling your body and experiencing because something that happens when we're in a very masculine upbringing is 
like we become numb to a lot of sensations and we become numb to actually feeling our feelings and and much less expressing them and it's um it's it's a whole experience to begin to awaken and soften so many parts of us and allow for um it's truly an experience, a different experience of life. And, and it takes, um, it takes a commitment and it takes also just embodiment of really like feeling like you're in your heart and you can live from there and there's softness and there's strength and there's all of these different qualities that you get to ignite within yourself so that your vision can actually, actually be materialized in reality. Uh, and that's what creativity is. And that's what I'm most passionate about, just seeing creation happen and and creating, I mean, obviously. <laughs> you can tell, I mean, you can tell, talk about being in alignment and like your passion. I mean, you can see how it lights you up when you talk about it. So it's amazing to see firsthand, even though we're just through camera, it's amazing to see it firsthand. Um, I don't want to run out of time without talking about Inara. So let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Um, Okay, so Inora is an online healing platform. We launched with a beautiful event last month and we're starting to, to open up different sections of the platform. And basically it's intuitive because it connects the seeker, which would be anyone who visits it. If you go to inora.com, that would be you. So then it would connect a seeker to a guide. Um, and a guide is a range from a therapist, an energy healer, an NLP practitioner, a movement somatic practitioner, like all sorts of modalities. Like we have, uh, I think in the nineties of how many modalities there are and awesome. um, hundreds of practitioners there that get linked with different seekers. And also there's a bunch of different offerings like classes and coming soon, there'll be workshops and group programs and courses and things like that to support you to find your path because everyone's path is different. I don't, I don't believe that there's one person for one for everybody. And sure. that is the direction and the path at all. Like Inora is based on um, the idea that everybody has their own path and they get to find it through an educated um experience. So we provide a bunch of free content, a bunch of freebies, and there's an intuitive questionnaire that supports you to match with different offerings and get um, guides and so on. So it's really beautiful. And there's, yeah, there's just a lot there. You have to, you have to go to it to see more for it. We're going to have to have to do a new, whole nother show on that because it sounds like yeah. Amazing platform and very, very much needed in our world today. So yeah. we'll definitely, we'll definitely do another show on that for sure. Awesome. So um, tell, tell everybody how they get a hold of you. Yes, uh, definitely. You can get a hold. Can I include a link, perhaps? Oh or, yeah, that too. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Okay, so <laughs> I'll give you, I'll give you a link because I, I feel like that's the best way. And then if you want to connect, you can go to Ana Paula, which is hopefully my name is somewhere. A-N-A-P-A-U-L-A um, at A-N-A-P-A-U-L-A-M-U-N-O-Z.com. That's my website.com. And, um, and the link can take you to an option. I'm happy to offer um, like a, I, I'm happy to offer something in this link that we're going to give you all and it'll be a surprise. And that is, that's that. And, and, yeah. and another way to get a hold of me, which is actually probably better, uh, is Instagram. So I'm on Instagram. You can DM me. I'm, um, 
yeah, I'm there a lot. So it's at I am anapaulamunoz.com or okay. not the dot com, just anapaulamunoz. Gotcha. Yeah, well, thank you so much for being on the show. I, yeah. I'm very excited to continue this conversation again. And uh, thank you so much. We're, we look forward to talking to you more. Thank you. This was awesome. And yeah, thank you for, for being an amazing interviewer. Thank you for, for doing this and for creating um, so much awareness for people. Yeah, thank you. All right. Yeah. We'll see everybody later. All right. Thanks. <laughs>